G'day detailers, Daily. Before we kick off today's episode, I'd like to make welcome Autofiber Australia, our new sponsor. So as we all know, one thing uh, when it comes to professional detailing, it's really important to use the right microfiber for the job, especially when it comes to ceramic coatings, glass cleaning, and etc. So the guys at Autofiber Australia are offering an exclusive deal to all our uh, detailing down under podcast listeners. So they're giving us 15% off on our first order. Um, so head on over to autofiber.com.au and use the code 15DDUP. Also, if you are a business owner, uh, you can also email Autofiber Australia. So that's sales at autofiber.com.au and that'll get you 10% off and you set up your trade account for that. So um, seriously amazing, good stuff really. I've been using their um, applicators and scrub ninjas for a while now, even before this pod. So um, yeah, I really like the the brand and what they offer. So, and um, I wouldn't support it if I didn't like it. So, head on over and uh, see for yourself how good they really are and their products. So, um, so thanks again, Auto Fiber Australia, for coming on board, and uh, hope you enjoy today's episode. Thanks. Welcome to the Detailing Down Under podcast, the place for everything auto detailing in Australia. Right now, here's your host. Dale Guthrie. G'day and welcome to the Detailing Down Under podcast. I'm your host, Dale Guthrie. So we're back in another week, another pod. And um, this one's been brewing for a little bit and I've been super excited Um once I knew this one was happening. So we talk about um, getting some international guests on and this one sort of snuck up out of nowhere. Um, I did get a little bit of a tip off. Um, these boys are coming to Australia. So I thought, yep. And I was asked to hit them up. So uh, yeah, some might already know about it, but um, we, we'll touch on it shortly. But um, yeah, pretty stoked. We've got um, Jason Odinus from uh, Chicago Auto Pros. And Greg and Eric as well, all part of the um, the brand for Chicago Auto Pros as well. So, welcome, boys. Hey, Dale. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's a uh, few viewers might have heard um, these uh, Jason on a pod the other week from the states. So, um, yeah, and it sort of might have tipped off what we're going to talk about today. But um, I'm being super excited about this one, and um, it's good to have you boys on as our first international guest, all the way from down under australia so thanks appreciate you having us on man that's it's it's awesome so we'll um we'll touch on a little bit about chicago auto pro so if anyone in australia doesn't know these boys um you're probably living under the rock a little bit and um yeah i think if you jump on youtube you know all about it so they're pretty big on there and i've been a big follower for years so um i'll just start with you jace so What's your history of Chicago Auto Pros and how how did that all begin back in the day? Yeah, we started Chicago Auto Pros in 2012, been detailing for 20 years. So, um, you know, me and Greg met uh, 10 years ago, a little more than 10 years ago. And uh, I was working at a car wash. He was selling car wash chemicals. He was always interested in starting a car wash. But then when he met me, I turned them on to detailing. I'm like, car washings, that's not fun. Detailing is way funner. Let's, let's start a detail shop. So we ended up starting detail shop. And, um, you know, every year we've been growing. Um, you know, we started this detail shop with the mentality of like, to doing something different. We were surprised when we started, like how many people thanked us for just doing quality work that, you know, there's just not many detail shops out there at least 10 years ago that were focused on just doing a good job. You know, this is before ceramic coatings or just as ceramic coatings were starting. So, you know, some of the top detailing prices were, you know, 300, 400 bucks. You couldn't really charge more than that. And, and to be where we were and charging what we were charging when we started, I don't think people really, you know, it didn't matter to them. They just wanted a good quality job. So that's what we focused on. We wanted to take care of cars like we would take care of our own cars. Um, and it's been a journey, you know, 10 years. We've lot of, learned a lot about business. Um, we've done a lot of um, really cool, awesome things. You know, we started the YouTube channel and that has just brought a, a ton of opportunities to where we are now. We actually started an e-commerce store. 
probably about uh, four years ago. And, um, and Eric joined us um, probably about a year ago, six months ago, six months to a year ago, and yep. is a part of, uh, of Car Supplies Warehouse and getting that up and going. So there's just a ton. We have DetailWise Academy. We're doing trainings. We're doing the service centers. We've got e-commerce stores. We just opened up um, a self-service detailing center. So it's been absolutely nuts. It's, it's exploding. Um, but we're so happy to be able to have the opportunity to do all this. So Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And you got like two two stores, two shops, yeah? Two detail two shops. Two service yeah. shops. Wow. No, awesome. So um, so back in the – so have you always been where you are now, detailing from where you started in, in that the shop that probably we most see on YouTube? Is that always where it started from? Or you started way smaller than that? It started a little smaller. So it started with – so Greg was in the car wash industry and was servicing – a car wash that happened to have a like a two bay um, open area, which was like an express detail spot, but he wasn't really utilizing it. So um, that's where Greg was like, hey, I got this guy. He's got some space. And, you know, we always hear about how hard it is to find space. But right when we started, it wasn't hard. That's that's literally what the, how the business started is that this gentleman had a space that was already available. So we're like, well, I guess we'll start a business. And so we started in a uh, two little bay area that was connected to a um tunnel car wash and um you know we were only there for about six months before we outgrew it and yeah. moved to our second location which was right down the road and that one was um that was a big jump so we went from like what was it a thousand square feet maybe yeah um, about five thousand into into five thousand square foot you know so that was a huge challenge just going from that that small shop to the bigger one that we were in um you know because we weren't quite ready for it but um it was interesting and then we had uh and then we actually built out um another shop so um ended up needing to grow out of that one still uh 4, square feet that one started to fill up and we noticed that we were actually losing business and that's when we moved into the shop then that we're in right now which is thirteen thousand square feet so another big huge jump that's crazy so so uh <laughs> Talk with you there, Greg. So, how long have you been with Jace together, and and your story within the with business? So, you know, I had a long career in the internet business. I was doing marketing and sales, um, and I got to the point where I realized that I'm never going to get any better at this stuff if I don't really love it. And I didn't really love it. You know, I was I was selling, like I had a I worked in um, online gambling. I worked marketing lunchables and processed food to children, like I, nothing I could feel really good about. And I thought I got to do something that I love or I'm never going to be great at it. And so I went, I loved car washing and I love detailing. So I got into, I got a job selling car wash chemicals. That's where I met Jason. He was running a car wash and I was trying to sell my chemicals. But the, after meeting him, you know, as a sales guy, you take a lot of notes when you meet people. Mm. And I wish I still had those notes. I might have them somewhere. But I wrote down like, this guy gets it. This guy, I like how this guy thinks. And we just talked about detailing because I had a real passion for detailing. And if anyone knows the car wash industry, detailing is this tiny backwater of the car wash industry. It's like an extra service. You know, when someone comes to your car wash 10 times, you might try to hit them up and be like, hey, do you want us to do a, a wax on your car or, you know, maybe an express interior? So it's not an important part of it. And all the people I knew in the car wash industry didn't take it seriously. Um but I'm Jason wanted to do it and I'd always loved it. And I'm like, that sounds like a great idea. But I think the, the, the key thing that I saw in Jason, when we first met, we were, I, I went to see him. This is the second time I met him. So I met him once we talked about detailing. I thought the guy was really smart and knew what he was doing. And he's just a guy managing a car wash, not particularly incentivized. And I met him the second time on a rainy Tuesday and a rainy day in the car wash industry is a pretty quiet day. You know, everybody goes home. Maybe you keep a guy around to clean the tunnel, but no one's washing their car when it's raining out. Hmm. And I get to Jason's office and the phone is ringing off the hook and I can't even get in to talk to him. And I'm thinking, what's going on here? I wait patiently for about 20 minutes. And after 20 minutes, he finally, the phone stops ringing. And I'm like, what is going on? He said, oh, it was a rainy day and I had five detailers standing around with nothing to do. So I put out a group on instant offer. And I filled up the shop. So he made something happen 
out of nothing. And I thought that was really, really remarkable because I know a lot of guys in the car wash industry who would have had their feet up on the desk on a rainy Tuesday. And Jason, for no good reason, other than he doesn't like to sit still, made something happen. And I thought, this guy's going to be great at this. And so, yeah, he he wanted, I was just going to watch him take this journey into detailing it, thinking you're going to be great at it. And he sort of pulled me in saying, you know, I want someone to celebrate the wins with, you know, I want someone to go through the hard times with. And I never thought, you know, Jason was saying how when we started ceramic coatings weren't a thing, you know, we weren't doing window tint or PPF and a couple hundred dollars is all you could get for a car. And so I never thought that this would be a business that would sustain me. I thought it was going to be a side hustle that I would do in my spare time, help Jason out. And it was funny. And, you know, in the first year, even, you know, we grew out of our first shop very quickly. And there were more days than not where I love the phone call I would get from Jason about eight in the morning. He'd be like, hey, what are you doing today? <laughs> Why? We've got about six cars to detail here. <laughs> So I'd head over instead of doing my sales job, I head over and uh, help them de detail the cars. Um, and we went that way for a couple of years. And I finally realized it was time for me to quit my other job and go on full time. That's when we opened our second location in Glenview. And Jason and I hunkered down and got that location started. And yeah, that was so that was 20. We started the business in 2012, about uh, three or four years after that's when I came on full time. And yeah, and there's been work for both of us. I Jason would focus on the detailing. I would focus on the sales and customer service. And then now as we've grown, he does less of the detailing. And I don't do that much of the customer service anymore. But both of us are managing it and thinking like owners and trying to work, as the cliche goes, on the business rather than in the business. Yeah, wow. So um, what was the theory with the, the car supplies warehouse sort of? What was the deal with that in the end? And how that that idea would come about? <laughs> um well it was we um we were debating on whether we do a third shop or not and um and we i don't know if we wanted to because it was me and greg and it was worked out nice where he could be at one if he needed and i could be at the other one and we'd be fine and we we knew we wanted to grow and it just kind of happened uh, there's another friend of ours named alan um in the uk who owns um am details and uh he was a youtuber and we started talking and everything and and i just started you know i knew about his products but i'm like hey where can i get your products and he's like well we don't sell in the states yet but uh you know we can get them on amazon and i'm like i'm like well, well why don't i sell your products you know and i'm like i can bring them on and and literally i thought i was just gonna do i actually still have the domain um am details usa and i thought well let's just sell his products and that'll be a cool kind of uh you know, way to make some, some money and we'll see where it goes. But, uh, quickly after, you know, this wasn't even like, I didn't even set everything up and I was thinking, well, if I'm going to sell his products, I might as well, you know, sell some towels and sell some tools. And then I'm um, start looking at other brands. And we started when we got our second location about four years ago. And I still have pictures. I saw him the other day. It's really cool. It's like four racks in an office, you know, and I filled them up and I had some AM details. I think I had some G technic, and car pro and some towels and that was it and then started a shopify store and literally just we just kept on buying stuff and you know we sell it make some money buy some more stuff build more shelves we get more shelves eventually we had to move that into the back of the shop and uh, it just kept on growing and growing it took over one of our bays and then it took another bay over so literally uh we just moved out probably uh, a month ago. Um, it was taking about half the shop up of the workspace in, in um, Chicago Auto Pros. And, um, you know, it became a real problem for the guys because we're, they're trying to work and we're in their space. So we finally got that moved out. And now we have our own building with Car Supplies Warehouse. We actually just, um, you know, have an attachment to it. It's called the Bays, which is self-service detailing. And so it just continued to grow and grow and grow. And, um, you know, I know that, you know, from Chicago Auto Pros, which we we have almost 70 employees at Chicago Auto Pros right now. Wow. And a key to our success was just finding good managers to help operate the different departments that we have. And we're at the same place that we are five years ago with Chicago Auto Pros with Car Supplies Warehouse. We're like, you know, we're growing to a... a um, a spot where it's you can't have your hands on everything and now in order for you to scale and grow that you need some people who um, are smarter than you and know what they're doing to kind of help you continue 
this growth of this business. And that's where um, Eric came in about, you know, six months. I, I, I think I was trying to get him on for about a year and a half. <laughs> Um, and just talking to him like, this is our guy. He's got to come on. Like, you you got to join us. And uh, we finally did about six months ago. So, and that's Eric. Yeah. So yeah, your story there, Eric, I, I know of your face from another fairly large brand and um, I'm not sure if anyone else does, but yeah, I have seen you on his, some of his videos and where you come from. Yep. So, yep. <clears throat> so real quick, we'll go back about 10 years again. So um, I was a full-time police officer for 15 years in New York, and I always had <clears throat> what didn't have a term 10 years ago, but your high-end or premium detail shop. Um, very high quality, very, very low volume. It was a complete hobby uh, that paid me pretty well, and it got me to be able to network and go through the U.S. and go to some serious trainings that are still around and got me to go to things like SEMA and mobile tech. And I started bumping into this guy from Chicago and hearing all these stories about these Chicago auto pros. And, you know, when you network with people, you see them a couple times a year and, you know, that's kind of where it's at. Well, fast forward. Um, I end up uh, retiring early from the law enforcement career to go after the product game full-time, uh, helped launch G-Technic in the United States back in the beginning of 2017 and in April of 2017, Jason shows up for one of our first accreditation classes in the U.S. with his camera and his fuzzy mic. And I was <laughs> I knew about I knew about YouTube, but I didn't know about YouTube. So um, it's probably on his camera. He's walking in the building and I look and I go, come on, man, you two like you're doing this now. And he's like, yeah, man. And I'm like, well, is it working? And he's like, yeah, it's doing all right. You know, he's being pretty <laughs> modest about it. So uh, fast forward a couple more years and um, we start seeing these orders come in from Car Supplies Warehouse and then this COVID thing happens. Well, we grew the brand in the US and Canada and some of South and Central America fairly well by really just the grassroots of getting out there, meeting everybody, hosting training, hosting some pretty killer events, so on and so forth. So I thought, I'm like, hmm, the world's shutting down. Jason's really good on with a camera. I should start inviting him to all these things we have lined up. We were doing supercar rallies. We were doing trainings in Costa Rica. We were doing all sorts of wild stuff because the world shut down on one hand, but it kept moving on the other. So we got to do some really awesome stuff and really got to know each other. And like he said, um, you know, he started with, you know, Hey, you know, you're happy. I was always happy. He's like, you know, then it turned into, um, you know, this is like the perfect fit for you. And then it turned into like, Hey, we're really good friends. I really need your help. And at which point I pretty much couldn't say no. And now we're here in this crazy world that these two guys built and we're loving every minute of it. And uh, we're going around the world, which is nuts. So it's, it's been a blast. Wow. That's a so cool be story. The farthest that we travel. Yeah. Australia. Yeah. yeah. I, I, think I remember being like, man, it would be really cool to do a training in Canada, which I could drive to. <laughs> and I did, you know, and it's like, be really cool to do it, you know, a training in Guatemala and go visit a volcano. And we did it. And it just, I mean, I don't know. The only other thing, Japan, we're coming for you. As long as Australia works, Japan, we're coming for you. Gotta get to Tokyo. <laughs> Gotta. Yeah. Well, on that note, what are we, uh, when are you coming to Australia? Oh, you got to ask. Um, we're coming in a short few months. We're actually coming uh, March 20th through uh, the 22nd. We're hosting a training at Steve's Auto Group. And three days of fantastic knowledge from us three handsome young men. <laughs> it's Greg's birthday, by the way. Happy birthday to <laughs> you. <Greg>. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, we're coming to Sydney. So this is cool. We've been uh, so Steve's Auto Group. They actually came to um, one of our trainings uh, three or four years ago. It was kind of one of the first detail wise academy trainings that we do. Did they come for the six six day training, Greg? It was the first one we did. I think it was a it was a five, yeah it was a it was a five or six day training because I know there was yeah. three solid days of 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 detailing training and then a couple yep. days of business training. I think it was a five-day training. We, it was five. What were we so, thinking back then? <laughs> so we oh. had Joe. We had Joe. Hey, on. I think it's a, 
I think it's important to mention, like, why do we do the training? You know, Jason and I, we, oh, did I jump ahead? Now you're all, I was, I was going to get to <laughs> yeah, that as prepared. well. You're right. Yeah. You know, as we you... were, um, when we got into the detailing industry, Jason was talking about how, you know, we just wanted to do good quality. Like, let's just do it the way we would do our own cars and not worry about, you know, what the market is or what a deep, you know, how much is a detail is our favorite question. And well, it depends on what you're doing. Um, so many people are doing wholesale detailing, which is just, you know, clean it up, slap it out and get on to the next one. And we want to do something right. And then we realized we wanted to be, you know, let's be the most professional detail shop around, you know, let's be more professional, like, like answer our phones, have a clean lobby, you know, do all the things that you should be doing, give good customer service. And when we started working with a business coach, he started really pressing us for, you know, what, why are you really in business? What is it you like about it? Now, clearly Jason and I both like detailing. We both like cars, but we started talking about how we wanted to influence the industry. We wanted to share our knowledge. We both recognized that, you know, there were other detailers in Chicago and we never saw them as competition. We saw them as friends, you know, rather than push those guys away, we, we engaged with them. And frankly, we learned more from them then we gave away any kind of secrets because there aren't a lot of secrets in detailing. It's hard work. You got to have your eye on the ball. You got to be there. You got to know what you're doing. And so we decided that we wanted to have this mission of, you know, how do we spread the word? How do we help grow the industry? How do we help improve the industry? How do we share this knowledge that we have? And that was where kind of, I think the genesis of where Jason came up with the idea to do, let's do these business training classes. He's not afraid to fail. So the first, you know, how do you do a business training class? Well, you think of a business training class and we worked on that. And then well, who's going to come? I don't know. But you throw it out there and you start doing the trainings. And I think that when we met uh, the guys from Steve's Auto Group, they were that was the first class that we did. Was it the first one we did or did we do one before that? I think it was the first one. I, I think it was one of the first ones. Yeah, yeah. it was very early. Mm. I know that. Anyway, but that's yeah. it's been so positive because, you know, again, there's no secrets here. And, and the industry, I think, can be a bit unprofessional, at least in the United States. Maybe you guys in Australia are a little more buttoned up than we are. But it's a lot of one man <laughs> shops and a lot of guys that weren't, you know, they were great detailers, but poor business owners, their business, you know, they weren't good at running their business. And we just wanted to make that a little bit better. And, and that was how we started with these trainings. You know, that was our our goal was just to share this information and to be able to share it in Australia wow. where we've all would like to go. <laughs> yeah. Like a yeah, I think idea. we have a collective. Collectively, I think we have like 60 years of experience, you know, in business and detailing here. And, and Greg, you say there's no secrets in detailing. That's very true. But what a lot of this is what I hear from a lot of our trainings. Like you don't know what you don't know. There's a lot yeah. of things that people may have not Number thought three. about and like, Oh, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that that was even a thing or like I should be doing that type of sales. You know, that like the sales training we do, the marketing training they do. You can just literally almost cause we're talking most of the time and showing them slides and everything. You can see it in their eyes. Like their eyes just get bigger and they're like, yeah. Oh, and like all this stuff starts getting to them and then like their brain starts working and they're like, holy crap, <laughs> you know, we literally just blew their minds. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and that's and what there's... we, uh, go ahead. Nope. I jumped ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. You have a microphone. <laughs> and that's um really just like the collective experience of all this is just you know th there's no secrets but we're just sharing all the the troubleshooting and the challenges that we've been through the last 20 years which every single business will go through mm. and you either figure it out or you quit you know so we're hoping to teach people hey this is how you do it this is how you can get past this this is how you can get more customers this is how you can build your processes better this is how you know everything manage your team all of it you know we feel like we've done a pretty good job at figuring that out with chicago auto pros and everything else we've done and we just want to share it to everybody now we want to share it to the whole world and australia <laughs> you're next yeah <laughs> no, you're right it's it's um there are it's not they're not secrets but we can probably save guys a lot of time you know mm -hmm. we figured stuff out and let's just show guys the shortcut we break it down into 10 fundamental things that you have to do and i think we guys you know their eyes get really big we tell them all these things the trick is is you got to execute on all these you know none of these options none of these steps are optional 
you know, you have to, have, there are 10 steps you got to do, you got to incorporate, you know, you got to have the legal stuff in place. You know, you got to do your marketing, right. You got to do your sales. You got to be able to good, you know, to detail properly, you know, and you can't skip any of these steps. So you have to kind of take the whole thing in. And we, so we just try to present it to the guys is like, here it is, you know, this is, this is a wide open book. We show the guys what our, you know, our business looks like, what our finances look like. Um, you know, the kind of metrics that you should use to run your business. I don't know if anyone's too into data, but I'm really into data. Mm. And if you ever want to talk about data, I'm happy to talk about data. <laughs> I got a lot of data. Uh, yeah, but uh, we just want to share it with the guys and show them how to do it. So you're right. There's are not a lot of secrets, but there are certainly a lot of shortcuts that we can save you a lot of pain and suffering. Yeah. No, I think we, from over here, we don't have a lot of training. So, um, and we always talk about it on the pod here, like what could we improve in our industry? And they're like more trainings and, um, try and have like a, yeah, we don't have the IDA sort of much down here. So we sort of like, we need a certified sort of industry, but yeah, it's been talked about, but never happened, but it's, um, I think it's awesome. And I think this is what we need down here to, and we always look to America and see what you guys are doing and what products are moving and what's what's going on. And then we try and replicate that down here in a way, I guess. But um, I know a lot of us look at YouTube and, yeah, we sort of see what everyone else does in a way. And I think it's it's cool for bringing your knowledge down and you've got the experience and knowledge of how to do it and of showing it right now. So, yeah, you know, I think the, the number one thing that helped the number one thing that helped us when we were getting started was networking. I remember Jason and I went out to uh, SEMA together in Las Vegas and, you know, we were doing it on a shoestring. We shared a room, you know, but we were glad to be there. In the stratosphere. We, <laughs> I mean, at the cheapest <laughs> hotel in on the strip. But, you know, we, we were glad to be there and we didn't realize what a huge impact we were about to make on our business because meeting other guys and the networking and just the stuff that happens over a beer was the most valuable stuff in the world. Like if there was anything you could want you could do to to help Australia become more professional and better for detailers, it would just be to have networking events. Mm. You know, yeah. even if you didn't have any agenda, but just got 10 guys around a table with 10 beers and started talking about detailing, you guys would learn more in that, you know, couple hours than you would watching YouTube videos or, or going to a, a, a dedicated training. You know, there's so much, we, we've noticed it that we call it when the magic happens. We go to these events, we teach the class. The magic happens after the class, after the event, you know, where everyone's just hanging out. You can talk about the things that are important to you, you know, in, in a way that's relaxed and conversational. That's that's the best thing for the, it was certainly the best thing for our business. And I think that's, you know, one of the things that would be great to see in Australia if you guys just found a, a just a trade group. It doesn't have to be formal, just a bunch of guys getting together and sharing stories. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. one way why I've created this pod because we don't have one down here, a detailing related one. And I've noticed a fair bit and everyone's thanked me for, for doing it, but it was about getting other detailers on and talking about what they do and how they do it and bringing the industry together because you hear so much ego negativity around here and it's just like, let's cut that crap and let's be positive and <laughs> come together pretty much. And that was the, uh, the intent of this pod. So, yeah, that's great. I think it's, uh, it's really cool to be in an industry where, um, people are so close. I know here, um, when we have SEMA and everything, it's like, it's like a family reunion almost, you know, you go and you, you see people that you see every single year and, and you kind of follow them on, on, on Facebook and everything, but you get to hang out with them and, and catch up and stuff. And, um, I, I, mean, I know me and Eric, uh, we talked about this before, like what other industry does this? Like, do you think the plumbers, you, you like get together, like all they have a plumbers event and they talk <laughs> about, you know, the, the newest pipe dope. And yeah. stuff. What kind of glue, you know, what like, kind of glue are you certified in? <laughs> yeah but it's just crazy I and mean, i think it's really cool that we can have an industry like this where there we can come together and talk about things and we're all business owners and and learn from each other so um it's really cool mm. and you also were doing a business the business of detailing podcast as well i heard I we are use... but we've been uh not very good Back at in. staying consistent on doing them yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot of work. Some of it, plus you obviously what you do with YouTube as well. That's hectic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a lot of work. How does that go? How how was it? Um, you obviously got your own crew now to do your YouTube videos. It's so weird. Yeah, 
<laughs> I mean, every, everything we've done. I mean, when I started, um, it was me detailing, answering the phones, running the computer, you know, doing Google, getting the pictures all together and everything. And, you know, that's a cool thing about this business is I've worked every single position. And in, in order to move on to the next position, you have to train somebody to do what you were doing. Right. So um, eventually it just got to a point where I could uh, stop detailing, stop talking on the phone. Um, and, and I focused on doing the marketing and the videos for a while. And, and that got to be, uh, to a point where, you know, we just wanted to do more. So hiring more, uh, video guys that could help hold cameras and help edit while we do things. And, and, and yeah, just, it just grew. It's kind of yeah. crazy to think about. <laughs> yeah. Is that, is anyone, any crew coming over with you to do any footage while you are all here or you do it yourself? Well, I don't know if you know this, but it's. Pretty damn expensive to uh, it is at the moment. fly from Australia. Holy crap. It is, yes. Even to go back your ways. Yeah, SEMA was always cool for everyone to go, but yeah, it's hell expensive at the moment. Oh, yeah. And not to mention you're shattered once you get to the other end, you know? <laughs> when you go to Australia, you get you usually arrive around 7 in the morning. So you got on a plane in the United States in the evening, and you arrive in Australia at seven in the morning and you're meant to be, you know, refreshed and ready to go, you know, like, all right, cool. It's morning. Go get them, tiger. Yeah. yeah. And then coming back the other way, you get on the plane at what, three o'clock and then you land at three thirty. <laughs> you know? You've been on a plane for 17 hours and it's the same time as when you got on the plane. Have any of you been here? Before? Oh, secret birthday boy secret. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I spent three years in Australia. That was in my former career when I was working in the internet industry. Do you, do you know uh, Tattersalls? They run lottery and they yep. got casinos. Yep. I was I I built um uh they were one of the earliest online casinos. So I was working on online casinos for them. Wow. And then uh, is Greater Union Movie Theater still around? And um, I don't think so. I'm not a yeah, A lot of movie theaters haven't done real well, but yeah, I built yeah. some movie theater websites. So yeah, I was working in the internet industry. So I lived in Sydney for three years yeah. and got to know it pretty well. Oh, you're but all over. I can't wait to come back. Anybody I've met who hasn't been to Australia, I tell them that is where you need to go. <laughs> it is the finest place on earth. Our, our friend uh, Joe up in Queensland, we yep. did a, 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 a Zoom call with him and, and he was outside and there was just something about the sky that I'm looking at the blue sky. I'm like, I can tell you're in Australia because there is nowhere else on earth that looks like that. There's really something special about the country. It's a huge country. Good luck mm. getting everyone together. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a fine place and I can't wait to get back there. Yeah, we've had Joe on and uh, he might have been my little tip off about you guys so um are you staying for long or what, what's the plan yeah so um we're gonna stay for the three days so we get in a couple days early you know just to you know get situated and everything so we, we're not uh, dead tired when we get to the actual training and then we're gonna stay like a week later um and uh hang out and enjoy the country and you know do the tourist things and uh actually get to bring uh my family and uh, wow. stuff so i'm super excited to bring them uh, so they can see it they always uh they're always mad at me because i'm leaving all the time and i never bring them <laughs> anywhere so <laughs> um you know going to a place like this uh, i don't think i would have been able to go without um them coming along so yeah you and then when they choice. realize it's 24 hours on a plane they're never going to want to come with us again and we're fine <laughs> yeah they, they don't know that part yet i mean they'll just <laughs> come on we're gonna go right on a plane <laughs> For yep. 20 hours. <laughs> so where, where you, you fly from to, how's your commute? What's that involve? You go to Los Across Angeles. Across our country. Chicago. LA, yep. Yeah. Chicago and Atlanta to LA, hang out in LA oh. for a little bit, and then LA directly to Sydney. Yep. Oh, wow. So our, our usual, like, go to Cali to, like, do the whole West Coast, Cali, Hollywood stuff we do, and then add a whole nother 16-hour plane ride. So it's going to be pretty good. <laughs> Yeah. It's gonna be worth it though. I <laughs> uh, yeah. No, and uh, is there uh yep. What can we expect, Dale? Like, um, you know, what is the detailing industry like there? I know, uh, you know, is it uh, comparing it to anything on YouTube that you've seen? Is it is it any different? What can we expect as coming over? I think we're um, 
we've got a lot of like hidden talents over here. I think, and that's sort of why I wanted to start this thing as well and get people out. But I think um, you'd be quite surprised, and we are sort of you hear about how good we are down here and what we do. But I think you'd be a lot of people just wanting to know. I think about the more business side of things as well. I think we all um, we we can all polish and do all that, but not everyone knows about the business side. So I think that's pretty cool. But I, I think. I'm, I think you'll be surprised how many people you'll probably have interested in it and wanting to come because I think we don't have it. Any sort of training, and especially from you guys, I think everyone be like, yep, I've got to get that. So um, I'm definitely keen as well. The minute I heard about it, I'm like, oh, I'm just going for that. And we always talk about you can never um, – I think the boys on the Detail Solutions talk about invest in yourself and, and always do more training. Like you can never – we talk about buying the best products and rather than just – spend it on training improve yourself so uh, and your business so i think it's yeah. awesome yeah you yeah. can't live your business in a hole like we were talking about earlier i mean you know years ago you know i ordered a hooded sweatshirt from a detailer in australia through instagram and he was he was blown away paul over at diamond was blown away he's like you want me to send a hooded sweatshirt from australia to america i'm like yeah dude you made like the dopest detailing hoodie out there and your shop looks killer and I, you know, I rocked the crap out of that thing for well over a year. It's unfortunately long gone, but you know, it's just the, the craziest things happen when you network it's, it's magical. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Networking and talk to other guys. And, um, I've got a little thing coming up in Sydney, uh, this week. So yeah. And that's going to network with all the, the G on guys. So I think that'd be cool. We haven't done that for forever. And, um, I think it's a good way to bring everyone together. And obviously you might have some stuff planned afterwards like the training days how how long do they go for and have you got any other plans yeah our training days um normal day we either start at like eight or nine o'clock and uh end around four or five somewhere in there but and then we usually like to plan dinners so um you know going to have a drink with uh with the guys and having a bite to eat um that's very important for us to do i mean that's um we love just hanging out and that's like what greg said earlier that's kind of when the magic starts happening get everybody a little bit loose and um you're able to have those one-on-one -on -one conversations and really find about find out about them and what makes them tick and a little bit about more about their business and um that's where you can offer just a lot more um just through hanging out and having a beer you know yeah Yes, nobody we like talking to more than other detailers. Like my wife doesn't want yeah. to hear about this stuff, you know. <laughs> my kids don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're coming over there to uh, one to teach everything that we can teach. But I mean, we learn everywhere we go. We learn from um, other guys from around the world in these trainings, and and we're just uh, we're curious as well as you know what what can what can we take away? What value um, you know maybe can you give us? Uh, type of thing so we're we're there we're going for this training that's why we're going there so yeah. uh we want to make the best of it and hang out as much as possible yeah. now nah, that's a little bit of beach little beach i'll be in manly if you need me after the training <laughs> yeah <laughs> bit of bondi <laughs> yeah um that's from myself as well like we um i, I think i'm only really self-taught so it'd be cool to see if like verify what I know and if I'm doing it right or if we can do it better as well. I think everyone's probably nearly in that position as well. So um, some people have heard have gone elsewhere and other little places learn off someone. Like we've had a few people here that um, on the pod that have just started out and they've gone down the road to get some training for a week and then they've just gone all out and uh, or bought in a little mobile business and um, done a bit from home and, and run amok with it. So but that's um, my benefit for it, I think, as well. I think, yeah, verify what I know and is it legit and is it working or am I doing it totally wrong? And I think that's super important because, you know, if you really look at detailing, premium, high-end, whatever you want to call it, we robbed a little bit from the car wash world and we robbed a little bit from the body shop world. And about 15 years ago, we started making our own little industry here. And, I mean, it's really over the last 15 years just gone to the moon but the one thing that it's missing, and we've done a really good job at, at adding and, and growing, is standards, right? So for the most part, 10 years ago, we were all self-taught. Mm -hmm. 10 years ago, there was no, you know, Rupes, you know, Bigfoot long throw polisher. We were taking random pads from the furniture industry, slapping them onto a port cable wood sander, and trying to fix paint using body shop compounds, 
you know? So when we go abroad, our biggest thing is to find that, right. Which is you guys and girls may think is somewhat normal because you've just been doing it for so long and giving a proven solution that starts that standard, right. Where you can start to replicate it. You can start to add it to your business. You can grow, you know, you can, you can teach it or train it. Right. It's not just some made up thing that someone like, you know, down the road was doing that just worked. Right. It's, you know, this is a quote real. Um, And I think that's the biggest thing that I like to see going abroad, you know, especially in Central and South America is like, you know, Jay and Greg mentioned about the eyes opening. Um, But, you know, if you're seven, eight, nine years behind where we are now and we can advance you that quickly in three days, we can get you what took us eight to 10 years. There's, I mean, there's no price in that value. It's priceless. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we get to see some beaches and, you know, we'll make jokes about kangaroos and have a great time. <laughs> uh, but that's really why we do it. And that's where I see the value. What excites me about detail was. Yeah. You know what I get excited about is the sales aspect. Cause you talked about the body shop industry and you talked about the car wash industry and there's no passion in that industry. You know, we sell, our products to guys who are passionate car enthusiasts or Tesla mm-hmm. owners. Same thing. <laughs> but that passion sells, you know, nobody wants to go to a body shop. Nobody, you know, the car wash is something you do is it's an errand you got to run. It's, it's not that much more fun than going to the dry cleaners and picking up your clothes, but car guys that are passionate about their car, they want to come to your shop. And I love how it's it enables you to sell differently. And that's a big part of the business training class is the sales element of it. Because you've got a guy now who who wants to spend money with you, who's excited to spend money with you. No one's excited to go to their mechanic. You know, something broke. You're, you're upset. Nobody ever wants to go to a body shop. Something terrible has gone wrong if you're at a body shop. <laughs> but you get a brand new Porsche and you want to take care of it and make it look awesome. Guys are coming to you and they're throwing money at you. They can't wait to to spend money on their car. And then so you sell differently when you're in that position and it's a lot nicer sale and it's a lot easier to, to, to use that enthusiasm to leverage the guys and, and sell to them stuff that you couldn't sell a long time ago that no one at a mechanic, you know, nobody, there's no upsells in a mechanic shop, you know, or maybe you do, Hey, do you want the ceramic brake pads? You know, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's not a big upsell there but you know with with the cars yeah you can sell guys to the moon because they love it you know my favorite thing is when guys come to our shop and they ask if they can hey let me give you a thousand dollars in cash so that my wife doesn't know how much i spent here <laughs> that doesn't happen at other places nah. no they're always right? asking for more too yeah would you sell anything else <laughs> no, what else you, got? you bought everything so how's yeah, the um the the car supplies warehouse? How's that tracking in the moment? And how do you go with competition over in, in the states there with all the other sort of big places that sell online as well? Great. Yeah, question. it's a it's a totally different business, right? It's yeah. um you know the service business is is um you know one we're pulling from. 15, 20, 25 miles away. That's our main market there. Um, and e-commerce, you got the whole world and then you, everybody has a computer. So everybody has, you know, the keyboard at their fingertips to find out where the best price is. And, um, it's, it's, it's been going really well for us because, um, I, one, I don't think in our detail shop, I don't feel like we're competition with anybody. You know, um, mm-hmm. we know a lot of our, uh, other detail shops around the area. They've been to a lot of our trainings and we hang out and we see each other at Seaman and everything. So uh, I think there's plenty of cars in the world to be able to detail. And I think there's plenty of people to buy detailing products too. And I don't see it as competition. Um, you know, that's a cool, another cool thing about the industry is, is we're all trying to help each other out. Um, it's going well. We love the, the teaching aspect of it and the value aspect of it. Really car supplies warehouse. I want to, with the training, I want to be there as much as I can for other detail shops, you know, and provide solutions for, for training to teach them how to run their business properly and to be able to fill it with the the products, the tools and equipment that they can get on car supplies warehouse. And this is just, 
you know, another path of love or passion. You know, we all, I enjoy detailing cars, but I also enjoy the product side of it. I enjoy testing the products. I enjoy smelling the products and seeing new products and testing the tools and finding ways to be more efficient. And there's always, you know, new things coming up on the market to just better our businesses. So I think it's just a, uh, uh, it's one, it's, uh, it's matched up very well with what we do with the YouTube, um, in our business in Chicago water pros. So it's, it's going fantastic for us. I love it. Yeah, just, you know, it took us 10 years to get to a certain point in Chicago Auto Pros and Car Supplies Warehouse has grown to the same size you know, revenue wise in wow. four years. You know, it's accelerating. It's going to keep going. And I think that just it's driven by passion. People sense mm -hmm. that passion. You know, they they can see, you know, all the products that we carry, our products, you know, our, our motto is tested, proven, packed. And, you know, it started, you, you know, Jason, you mentioned it started with AM Details product, but then we it quickly expanded to, hey, let's just carry everything that we use in the detail shop so because people were always asking us hey what compound do you guys use what polish do you guys use what kind of pads do you use what buffers do you use what kind of towels do you like and so we're like let's just carry all this stuff and even if nobody else buys it at least we've got a warehouse full of the stuff that we need every day at chicago auto pros and i think people sense that passion that they they can see that we know the good stuff and that the stuff that we sell is the stuff that you want to use in your shop and you might want a better product or a cheaper product you know, or something that works better in the sun if you're a, a mobile detailer, but they're all the products that, um, you know, a really keen detailer would use. And I think that's, that's what we're selling is people can sense that passion and they want to, they want to buy from it and, and educating people and showing them how to work with the products and uh, showing them how to run a better business just makes them, you know, want to use more product. Mm -hmm. it, it all, it all is symbiotic, right? It all feeds off each other. We're sharing what we know. And then we're getting people, you know, the products that they need so that they can run a better business. It's a lot of fun. Mm. It's a good model that we had um, a couple of boys from Melbourne that made their own products because the customers wanted to know, like, how do I maintain the car now? And they're like, oh, well, we've made our own. Try this and helps maintain. Yeah. And that works hand in hand with their business too. So I sell some products here. They're not mine, but they're um, we, it's just a maintenance to help maintain the car after they pick it up. They're like... Now what do I do with it? So yeah. that's an easy add-on sell. Yeah, that's you right. just especially with new car enthusiasts. So, you know, I was joking about Tesla customers earlier. Tesla guys, they're car enthusiasts. They're every bit as enthusiastic as a guy who would have a Holden, you know, or someone who was really into their V8 muscle. Um, but they've never been into cars before. They've never found a car that resonated with them. And so they're every bit as passionate, but they don't know anything about how to take care of it. So you get a Tesla guy come in and then you point to a $300 bucket full of stuff that he needs to take care of it and they'll just pick it up. You know, okay, cool. I want to take care of this car. So you sell them everything that they need. Where, you know, a car guy who's into muscle and, and into his um, into his sports cars, he probably already knows how to wash a car. He probably already has some products sitting around the house. But yeah, as a detailer, you know, you want to make a few hundred extra dollars. That's a, it's a, it's easy. It's a no brainer. Mm. Yeah, we've got a lot of... Aussie uh, products out here as well. So a lot of new ones popping up. So it could be a good time for you to um, get a look at them as well. That sounds great. Uh, really exciting. Mm. Mm -hmm. So how can we um, people register or um, book this course? Yeah, we'll we'll get you a link um, for the podcast so you can share that too. But uh, carsuppliesweharehouse.com, uh, the learn tab. Um I think what was it? Is it learn and something learn and save tab. And then we have detail wise Academy trainings there. And this is a, so this is a three day class that we're doing. Um, you can buy individual ones. So if you just want to come to the business class or if you just want to come uh, to one of the detailing classes, you can do that. Um, I recommend uh, getting all three because we do give a pretty good discount if you're going to come for all three days and they'll, they'll all kind of work together. So the first day, which is Monday, March 20th is going to be our business class. And then March 21st, uh, we're doing detailing efficiency. Um, so interior detailing, uh, machine polishing, and just ways to become faster um, processes with detailing, how to do that. That's a huge part of, you know, scaling and hiring employees and stuff like that. And then we're going to do advanced training on the third day, which is, you know, uh, some color sanding, um, polishing, machine polishing, ceramic coatings, um, and some of these higher end services that, you know, you can offer your clients and customers and everything. So three days. Yeah. Hmm. Nah, 
can't wait. I think everyone uh, <laughs> listening should be onto it. And um, yeah, if not, we'll we'll share everything. So um, and and get it out there because I think it's it's what we need over here. And I think a few guys, even the professionals and the probably the experienced guys, probably um, would probably help them as well coming on and and just just refine them what they already know. So Dale, can we get you out yeah. to the class? Give you a complimentary membership? We could you as a teacher, couldn't we? <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm coming anyway. I don't I don't care. I think I, the minute I heard about it, I'm like, yeah, that's that's. Um, I think I need something like that, and I think yeah, I think I'm not the only one. So um, yeah, no, I'm 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 super keen, and I, it falls in with what I have going on as well. So um, it's going to work in perfect. I bet we're going to have, have some very done a long days. I said, yeah. I bet we're going to have some very long days going out at night and then getting up early the next morning to do a class yeah. again. You'll find a lot of people in this industry um, love, um, probably love a drink, I reckon, in this, the few that I have on, they, uh, and just Australians all together, I think a few of us um, love a, love going out. But um, Right away from a drink. <laughs> 100%, yeah. So. Foster's Australian for beer. Oh, <laughs> no one's coming now. No, no. What are you guys drinking? Chewy's uh, VV, right? Yeah, that's not the best beer. We've got no, some better not, ones. But it's, it's the biggest beer. You know, people talk about Budweiser in the United States, yep. but garbage. Yeah, no one you drinks. Probably have a growing uh, microbrew industry if you're like everywhere else in the world. It's huge. Every little town yeah. has a brewery. We've got where I am here. We've got two two in out. One's just brand new. It's just opened up. So, yeah, wineries it. and a lot of wineries as well. They love their wine over here, and um, which you, if you're into, I am. Mm. You know, I think when I lived in Australia, that's when I got into wine because they have high tariffs to protect their industry in Australia. So you can't afford yep. not to drink Australian wine. Yep. And so you start drinking a lot of wine and there's cool places to go and see the vineyards. And yeah, that's that's really when I started getting into to wine. I love it. I can't wait to drink that, too. We've got a big uh, red wine area up about 30 k's away. So that that's huge. Um, red wine. They, they make the best stuff in one of the best in Australia, really. So the Coonawarra stuff. So yeah, yeah, pretty close. World. So you're you're in Melbourne, uh, in between Adelaide and Melbourne. So okay. half halfway in between. So. so where are you? Is that where you live? Uh no, I'm in Mount Gambier, South Australia. So oh. we're a town of about thirty thousand here. So yeah, so it's uh it's pretty good. So, but yeah, anything else you wanna bring up? No. No, I'm excited to drink some uh, some wine, Australian wine, <laughs> and uh, I love drinking different types of beers. So I'm excited to learn about yes, you know all the different Australian beers, and uh, I will not be drinking Fosters. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, let's let the guys know that we'll do a t-shirt trade. You know, if you've yep. got t-shirts, like okay. Dale, you're wearing some uh, um, some gear from your shop. Yeah, love bringing stuff back home. So anyone wants to trade <laughs> for some. Chicago Auto Pros or Car Supplies Warehouse Gear, we'll be happy to do that. There you go. Right. I think some guys do have some good merch around. So um, I haven't. I was. I got some um, podcast shirts made, but they're only in a small supply. So um, maybe I'll do something about that as well. But um, you got I've four. Just, you got four months to make some more. Hundred <laughs> percent. So we'll yeah, I've got two. some. Uh, I got some new equipment as well. So I might be able to bring some mics up and uh, have a chat to you. To other people that are in the training and we'll, we'll go from there as well that'd be, awesome. great idea. That'd be awesome mm. so all right we'll um we'll wrap it up but yeah we'll um for anyone that is interested yep in uh march 20 so we'll um 2023 as well so we'll um we'll see you all in sydney so we'll um get it out there and promote it and um i think everyone that listens to the pod i think it's definitely one and we all talked about there's no training in australia these boys are coming all the way from the States and, and bringing it to us. And I think we probably should make the effort and, um, and support it. So, and, um, I think it'd be really cool. So cool. All right. Brother. Thanks Dale. Jace, Eric and Thank Greg, you. thanks for coming on. And, um, we'll see you all in Sydney in, in March. Can't wait. Cheers. See ya. Thank you. Cheers. That was another episode of the detailing down under podcast. Subscribe now for everything auto detailing in Australia.